You need to learn how to draw boundaries. If you can't draw boundaries, you're going to have a shit life. Like I'm telling you right now. Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Monica Yates, a period and ICF certified women's life coach. And I help women to harness the power of their period and connect to their feminine flow. In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, hormones, confidence, health, food, money, sex, business, feminine flow, your brain, energy, and all the stuff that goes through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new chicken nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are thinking but too afraid to say. Let's talk about instant gratification. So in our environment today, it's so easy to you know, have our needs met so quickly. And what that can often then show up as in a really toxic way is that when our needs are not met, we lash out from our ego. So if you have pretty much any need this, these days, it can be met. If you have the need, if you are hungry, you can go get food. If you have the need for a pain, like pain relief, you can get pain relief. Even if you need sex, you can go and get sex. Everything that you need basically in this society is so easy to get because of instant gratification. Now, what that means is that we have no discipline and we have no patience. So, the what actually sparked this was having a conversation with um with somebody, and then it's been showing up a little bit um in my clients with their need for instant gratification, not in regards to me and regards to other things, but then. It even it's been showing up and I wanted to just like share this with everybody and I shared it on my Instagram story just really, really recently, but a lot of business people, they may not speak their boundaries because a lot of us feel like if we, if we speak our boundaries, we're being a bitch. I know the difference. So I'm happy to speak my fucking boundaries and I'm happy to even be a bitch because I'm here to not make people feel fucking cozy and comfy. I'm here to trigger people so that you know what you need to work on. That's my job. My job isn't to give everybody hugs and cuddles and tell everybody, oh, it's going to be okay. Like that's my job sometimes. And if you've come to my immersions and you've worked with me, you know that I have a very, very warm side. Um, and like a lot of the girls said, like, because at the event, I kept saying like, you are safe, you are safe. I am here in the room. Like Shelby is standing outside the door. Like you are protected. You are safe. It was easier for you to drop deeper. It is really important in order for you to feel that. So you could drop deeper a thousand percent. And it's also really important for you to be fucking triggered so that you can feel uncomfortable. So you know what you need to work on. So you may be triggered as fuck this whole, this whole episode, just an FYI, but embrace it. So a lot of people in business, like they are busy, right? They're fucking busy. We're all busy. Every, whether you're in business or not, you're fucking busy. We all have long ass to-do lists. We have those to-do lists where you keep crossing shit off and the to-do list never gets smaller. I get that girl. I fucking get that. Now, what this means is that though people with their insecurities, they can put their insecurities onto you in the form of, you haven't replied to my email you know, you haven't done this for me. Like, why haven't I heard from you? Or telling me your whole entire life story and expecting me to give you free advice. I ain't available for that shit. The reason why I'm not available for that shit is because it is so draining that I would have no space for anybody else in my life. And I would have no space for my clients. So I'm actually really strong with my boundaries in my business and in my personal life. And it's something I'm actually working on in terms of separating the two. Like I've got a, I've got an office in New York city and when I'm at work, when I'm in my office, I'm doing work. And when I'm at home, I'm at fucking home, except for the occasional time. Like right now I'm recording a podcast and I'm at home. Um, but generally speaking, when I'm at work, I'm doing work. And when I'm at home, I'm at home. Now that's a boundary that I'm learning for myself, but some boundaries that people don't understand is that you can't always get what you want straight away. 
you and this is actually even something that's shown up in terms of young people this is all a mass generalization obviously this whole episode is um young people even wanting to be like the ceo overnight or they're wanting to climb the corporate ladder really fast and the idea of having to work hard at something or doing an internship it like blows their mind i did seven internships in school because but there, there were nothing to do with what i'm doing right now they were all in fashion um because i used to be really really good at sewing like i'm I'm obviously still good at sewing. I don't think you just lose that, but anyway, whatever. So I did a lot of internships. In all of my holidays, I was doing an internship and I was becoming a better sewer and I was becoming a better fashion designer. I was becoming a better hand beater. I was very good at like beating wedding dresses. Anyway, whatever, beside the point, fun fact about me. So I had no shame in working hard. And that was something that like, my dad's a very hard worker and I just, I loved, I love working. I love working it gives me a thrill and I really really enjoy it I I wouldn't love working if I hated my job though obviously now the problem is that a lot of people don't have this discipline these days because there's not many things in their life that requires such discipline so for example it doesn't require the discipline to be uncomfortable in scenarios because we can seek out comfort so quickly it doesn't require like we don't often have the a lot of us won't let ourselves sit let ourselves sit in a period of hunger for two hours because that's uncomfortable we'll reach for food training yourself to be okay with sitting with being hungry for two hours is important another example for me what i do to also like train my train my mind and strengthen my my brain basically with um with patience and, and learning more patience is if you know me you know i fucking hate the heat is sitting in a sauna like in a infrared sauna sweating my fucking balls off um for 40 minutes it's very easy after the 20 minute mark to be like fuck this i'm out i mean I can walk straight out of the room. No one's locking me in there. I can walk straight out. But it is a mental game that I love doing because it actually trains my brain for discipline. And that discipline that I'm that I'm getting from the fucking sauna, it helps me in my relationships. It helps me in my business. It helps me with my meditation and my sleep and my journaling and, and other things where I have to have discipline. But what, the, what I'm seeing is the problem is because we can so easily get that instant gratification, there's no need to train our brain. And what's happening is that our brain is becoming weaker and weaker in the form of discipline and in the form of fucking patience. So the way this has come up and the way that I was just like seeing this today and, the, and then obviously what inspired me to share this, which I'm glad it's inspired me because I want to talk about boundaries, is, um, is that a client, not a client, sorry, she was not a client, um, but she emailed me before the New York event. And I said to her, like, I've got the event. I'll reply to you afterwards. And then today's Thursday. And I haven't replied to her yet. And I also haven't replied to a lot of fucking other people. Like what's really important. I want you guys to understand is that you are not special. And that might be like, well, Monica, you're being a fucking bitch, but I mean this in every aspect. So some, some of my clients think like, oh yeah, some people deserve things and I don't, or some people get money and I don't. Uh, no, nobody is that special where they don't get money or they do get money. We're all the fucking same. Everything is neutral. You add meaning to it. We're all deserving. We're all worthy. We're all enough. We all get to have massive amounts of abundance and happiness and love and sex and orgasms and pleasure and pain. We all get to experience all of these beautiful emotions to whatever degree we want to experience them to. Now, what I've noticed though, is that sometimes people think, well, I'm more special than somebody else, or I've got it worse off than somebody else. So I deserve more attention. 
or, well, my life is harder than hers. Therefore I get more attention. Ah, no. And someone that taught me this actually a beautiful woman. And I don't think she's listening to this, but if you are, I would love for you to send me a message because I just want to like, thank you so much for this because it's helped me with so many of my clients. When I had my ski accident a couple of years ago, um, and I get to go skiing soon for the first time ever since my ski accident. I'm so excited. When I had my ski accident, I was sitting in the lobby whilst my whole family was skiing. We were in Beaver Creek in Colorado and I was sitting there and I was looking outside the windows and I tried to take myself to the bathroom. And if you knew back then I was in a wheelchair and it was like kind of impossible for me to do anything myself, but I was so fucking determined. I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm going to go to the bathroom. And I couldn't get myself off the fucking sofa. I couldn't like prop myself up, up and like walk. Anyway, this mom came up to me and she was like, can I offer you some help? And I was like, actually, yeah, that'd be really nice. So she helped me to the bathroom and she came back and we were sitting down and chatting. Her husband, I don't know whether it was MS, but it was something where basically you slowly die for like 20 years. Horrible, horrible, horrible. And I sat there and I was like, oh my gosh. I, and she was telling me about it. And I was like, oh my God, I have no reason to complain. I'm so sorry for complaining. And she said to me, you have every reason to complain because you've had a change from your reality. Let that sink in. We all have a reason to complain because we've had a change from reality. Now, what's really important is that my scenario wasn't more special than her husband's and her husband's wasn't more special than mine. We both had had a shift in our reality So we both were special in that scenario. We both had things that we were dealing with. So this means that one of you could be stressed at work and the other one could have had a parent die. I mean, obviously, no one would go, the parent dying is worse. I'm not saying it's not. What I'm trying to help you guys to understand is that if you are the person that's had the parent die and you assume my life is worse than somebody else's, you are making assumptions that aren't necessarily true. Because the the other person could have actually had their parent die too, but they just haven't told you about it or they haven't shown it. So a lot of us go around with like, oh, well, if I can't see it on Instagram, it doesn't exist. And that is a problem. So um, what was I going to say? So what I'm noticing from people is that if I haven't replied to an Instagram DM within three days, or if I have replied to an email within, you know, a week, let me also say I had my New York event, for example, or other people have other things or other people have this thing called the weekend where you don't reply on the weekend. Interestingly enough, that's boundaries as well. So we have these things in our life and it's like almost this assumption of like, oh, well, like it's the weekend, they should be on their emails because they've got more time. And it's like, well, no, they don't actually need to be on their emails if that's a boundary for them. And I'm making that a boundary for me of like no emails on the weekend. I really, really try with that. Give or take like my clients basically. And this doesn't apply to my clients. My clients have, if you're a client, you have every right to fucking vox me until the day's done because that's what you're paying for. But for example, like my clients, they will never nag me they will vox me, but they won't nag me. They won't say, oh, it's been two hours. You haven't replied. They know because they trust me that I'm going to reply and they know that I'm busy. Actually, some of them had even said like, I feel bad for voxering you. And I'm like, why? And they're like, cause you're so busy. I'm like, oi, never, never feel bad for asking me a question. Never feel bad for voxering me. Don't feel bad for sending me a message ladies, right? Don't feel bad for asking somebody a question. What the problem is, is when you start nagging somebody because they haven't fulfilled your expectation quickly enough, that's the problem. 
And this isn't just about business. This is about relationship. It's about parents. It's about your boss, your friends. If they haven't replied to you quickly enough, it's so easy for our ego to jump to the conclusion of like, oh, they don't love me. My friends are ditching me this week. Uh, Or they're fucking busy. And a lot of women will do this in regards to men. of like, he hasn't replied. He doesn't love me anymore. Mm, Maybe, or maybe he's just fucking busy. And I mean, I understand that, um, you know, I, I do also have a rule of like, if you've had a time to dump, you've had time to text somebody. But um, I, I kind of use that more when you're like in a relationship, like a committed, loving relationship. If it's like your friend and you haven't replied for two days, like don't read into it. Or if it's like, you know, you've emailed a business and they haven't replied, don't, don't read into it like they don't fucking want me to work for them just read it as they haven't gotten a chance to reply yet because majority of the time that's a fucking scenario like people are busy people are really fucking busy so by you giving somebody space it also allows them to feel less pressure in the relationship so they're going to come closer when you feel pressured in a relationship it actually pushes the other person away it repels them it doesn't bring them closer together um the other thing that i also wanted to mention ladies was that if you don't have boundaries around the things that you want in your personal life and work life. For example, no texting after this time or no emails after this time. Or, you know, for me, a boundary was that I gave myself two and a half days off after the event. Um, It was such a fucking amazing event. But, like, it was so amazing that I was exhausted from crying so much because I cried so much Monday morning and all of Monday that come Tuesday, I was so puffy. I was so exhausted and I was so dehydrated just from crying because I was that happy, right? I know, hard problem to have anyway. So what, what I'm saying is that was a boundary for me of like, I wasn't putting any clients on that day. Now I replied to my clients via Voxer, checked in with the Facebook groups, all that jazz, but I wasn't taking one-on-one calls and I wasn't on my emails. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? So by you having your own boundaries, whatever they look like, in your work and professional life, it also allows you to create a feeling of freedom. If you don't have your boundary, you don't have boundaries, what it's going to mean is that it's going to feel like you're constantly being suffocated by everybody else's problems. Because as a woman, we absorb other people's issues because we have a womb. We're naturally healers. Actually, Dom asked me this at the event of like, why is it that women take on so many of other issues? Do you think Monica? And it was like, well, it wasn't a thinking thing. It was like, actually it's because we're all healers because we all have a womb. So it's very easy for us to absorb our things. So, um, and you know, a lot of us, if you're also in this area that I'm in, we have this massive witch wound of, I don't want to be ridiculed for, not doing good enough or not being enough, or I don't want to be ridiculed for my services. So I must be perfect and meet everybody's needs. Um, you don't need to meet everybody's needs. Okay. You don't need to, um, live up to everybody's really high expectations because that's a them thing, not a you thing. You also don't need to be everybody's kettle of fish. Now that is very hard for your ego to understand. But there are some people, ladies, if you're a coach or you're in this area, you're a consultant or whatever, I want you to just know there are some clients that you will not jive with, okay? It's happened to me before where I'm too fiery for them or I do have too strong boundaries or I actually, because I don't absorb people's problems and because I'm not at people's beck and call, they don't like that. 
And that's totally fine, but I am definitely not the client, the coach for them because I am not going to put myself second because then I'm no use to anybody. Then I'm actually not a good coach because I'd be drained all the time because I wouldn't feel free. And this is what's really important. If you have no boundaries, so you have no boundaries towards others, you will not feel free because it will feel like everybody else is controlling your life. And that will not feel good. It will not feel good. It'll feel like your life is being controlled by other people, which I know you don't want. So it's actually a gift to give yourself boundaries because it's actually giving yourself the gift of freedom and inner peace because you're backing yourself a thousand percent, which is really, really important. Ladies, that's honestly how you draw boundaries. It's actually by backing yourself. When you back yourself a thousand percent, like nobody can steer you either way because you believe in yourself a thousand percent so for example if you're drawing a boundary that you don't fully believe in or you're not fully anchored in or you can't like fully know your own reason why you have that boundary that's when it becomes really hard to draw your boundaries and stand by them but if you know for example like no These are my boundaries because I feel good when I have them and it's actually disrespectful to not have them and I need them because of my clients or my family or my children or my lover or whatever it is. When you stand by those boundaries because of how they make you feel and how they're really important to you, you will have less of a problem drawing them. It's when you have like these half-assed boundaries that like you don't really know why the fuck you have them, but they might just like sound like you should have them or whatever. Then because your soul isn't like embedded in the boundary, your ego is like, no, this is scary. So you won't draw the boundary. But when your soul is like so deeply embedded in the boundary, it's like your ego doesn't have a place in that boundary. So you're speaking from your soul of like, this is my boundary and please respect it. Okay. Let's do some examples, ladies, of like how to actually draw a boundary. So the other thing to also note is like, know the difference between boundariness and bitchiness. Boundaries are formed from self-respect. Bitchiness isn't. Bitchiness is like you being a dick, um, like basically. So in short, boundary, for example, hey, just so you know, When you, um, let's say when you email me multiple times about something, it actually makes me feel like you're not respecting my time. There's an example. Like, can you please not do that anymore? Is that okay? Actually, is that okay? Can you please not do that anymore? Another example of drawing a boundary could be like, let's say for example, you said to your boyfriend, like, or it's really important for for you and your boyfriend that, um, he like lets you know when he's coming home. Because you want to know for like dinner and just like going to bed. And so you feel safe and you don't have to worry about it on X, Y, and Z. So if he like isn't telling you, 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 that might be a boundary for you of like, no, I need to know. Like, that's really important to me. So then you would say to him like, hey, I just want to let you know, babe, but like multiple times you haven't told me where you are, even though I've asked you to. And it makes me feel like you are not respecting me. So from like, that's a really big thing for me. And, um, and I just feel like you're not respecting my wishes by not texting me. So from now on, would you mind really, really, really trying to be diligent with just letting me know? It's just so that I don't have to worry. Does that sound okay? And then like leaving it open for the other person after you draw a boundary is really nice because it allows like feedback and more open communication rather than like, that's it. If you don't fucking do this, it's the end of the world. Okay, another example. Let's say it's like Christmas time. And you're like talking about your job and you're like, yeah, the universe supports. And someone at the table is like, yeah, the universe fucking supports. And you're always supporting that person, right? That's the scenario. 
So let's go, let's say they go like, oh yeah, universal ports, like get my fucking crystals out, like wave some sage and like everything's going to be good. And you want to draw a boundary around that of like, hey, that's actually fucking not respectful. This is what kind of you would say with an undercurrent of love always remember. Hey, I just want to let you know that I'm always supporting your endeavors and your job. So when you say comments like that, me like that towards me and my job and, and what I believe in, it's actually really disrespectful. And I'd really appreciate it if from now on you don't do that because I enjoy supporting you. And I also would like for you to support me. It doesn't mean that you have to believe in everything that I say, but I would just appreciate that you respect it and not ridicule it. Does that sound okay? Boom, done. Boundary sorted. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. So that's some examples of like a, a way to draw a boundary. Basically, when you're drawing a boundary, it's like, like think of mashing together, like, oi, like, don't fuck with me, right? Here are my fucking boundaries. And I love myself vibes. So it's like, hey, like, I love me. Please don't fuck with me. Please don't fucking do that, you asswipe. That kind of vibe. Does that make sense for everybody? So undercurrent of love whilst also being stern. Boundaries will fucking trigger people. I'm not going to say they're not going to. Boundaries will trigger people. Hell, this episode probably has triggered the fuck out of you. Boundaries will trigger people. It's not that they won't. It's that you need to be able to hold yourself when other people are triggered. When you can't hold yourself when other people are triggered, that's when the problems arise. Okay, we did so much of this on the weekend in terms of like speaking your truth, opening up your throat chakra, like just like clearing all this shit, like not being triggered, being able to like stand up for yourself and have those boundaries and scream and yell and do release work. And like that shit's fucking powerful because it allows you to like fully be in alignment and stand in your effing truth, which is so important. If you are not standing in alignment in your truth, it's like quadruple as hard to draw your boundaries from a place of love. And a lot of us are drawing our boundaries from a place of like bitchiness so I really encourage you to also like try and just like decipher between like am I being a bitch or am I drawing these from a sign of self-respect so some people I'm also a type enneagram eight some people can sometimes see my fire and stuff as like bitchiness but like when I draw boundaries I'm not being a bitch I'm actually just like having self-respect for myself and like I'm not here to like fucking cuddle everybody and make them feel fucking like oh I feel so supported right now it's like I actually am here to like call you out on shit like you support yourself and people pay me to like call you out on your crap um that's how it works and like everyone that's come to my events knows that I'm like also really really soft and I'm telling them like you are safe because like if you don't feel safe with me then you're not going to be able to surrender to deep levels so my clients know that I have that side but like just for my podcast and stuff I'm not just gonna like be like oh everything's flower and roses like no let's actually get to the real fucking shit and like you need to learn how to draw boundaries if you can't draw boundaries you're gonna have a shit life like I'm telling you right now if you can't draw boundaries you are constantly gonna be in your head you are constantly gonna be resenting people and that ain't a good way to be living and this is what's also really important when you don't draw boundaries, you're not respecting the other person in the relationship. If you are in a relationship or you have like, even if you're drawing a boundary with your mom or your colleague or even a client, when you draw a boundary with somebody, you're also respecting the relationship you have with that person. Because when you don't have a boundary and you're letting somebody walk all over you, which is like super wounded lover archetype, when you're letting people cross your boundaries and walk all over you and you're not allowing yourself to bring more of that like Amazon warrior woman into play, um, What's then happening is you're actually putting that energy of like resentment towards that person in your energetic field, which the other person's subconscious can like vibe off. And 
And the other person can feel that, like they can feel that and that's going to ruin the relationship. But when you actually speak your truth, whilst it might be icky for a few days, or whilst it might make the other person feel a little bit uncomfortable, it's actually you respecting the relationship that you have with that person enough to make sure that their boundaries are, your boundaries are expressed so they know for next time. And once you know somebody's boundaries, it is really important that you try not to cross them. But it's also not your responsibility to make everybody feel like fucking comfy cozy all the time. That's their responsibility. Nobody can make you feel something or make you not feel something. Like nobody can make you feel anxious. You are anxious. Somebody else might have triggered that, but you're responsible for your own emotions. So also catch yourself when your ego is like, they made me feel eh, because they didn't make you feel eh. You already felt eh, and they triggered it within you. And a lot of us, when we do this like victimization or like, they're mean, they drew these boundaries basically, and I didn't feel comfortable. That's all from like your ego. And it's a really wounded inner child place. Like my inner child isn't feeling seen and met and heard. So like that's mean of them. And and that isn't correct. Like that's not what we're going for. What we're going for is like from this healed space of like, wow, that really fucking triggered me. But I actually see where that person's coming from. It's about taking an observer perspective. We're doing a lot of emotional alchemy work in all of my future events. And the next one will be in March, but, um, so make sure you look out for tickets, ladies, cause they'll be going, um, quickly. And then we'll also be doing emotional alchemy in my certification, which I'm so fucking excited for. If you have not seen that or been living under a rock, make sure that you, are keeping your eyes out because if you miss out on early bird, you miss out on early bird. And that's just that you have to, the next enrollment will be the end of 2021. What the fuck? Not next year, the year after, because it's an 18 month program. So if you miss out on the, this round coming up in 2020, um, then you miss out early birds will close. Um, early bird applications close end of November, early bird payment closes December. Um, like beginning of December. Anyway, what I was saying was that emotional alchemy is really important and part of emotional alchemy is taking an observer perspective. So when you have an outsider perspective or when you can like put yourself in someone else's shoes, that's a really powerful tool to know and to be able to use because it allows you to also like operate from more of a grounded soulful space and not this like head-driven egotistical space of like, well, my needs weren't met, so therefore, that, therefore they're a bad person and I'm better and I'm, I'm more special or I've got... I've got more of a right or anything like that. All of those sort of like, I'm special, I'm better, I am more of a right is like this wounded inner child and you need to like reparent that part of yourself, okay? And part of reparenting is also learning how to speak your truth and draw boundaries from a place of the self-respect and self-love that I've been talking about. And it's also about like, when you draw a boundary, you're also giving permission to the other person for them. You're also giving permission to the other person for them to also draw a boundary as well, which is really, really powerful. So ladies, hopefully this has been helpful for you and hopefully it's like taught you a few things and maybe you've come to some realizations, which would also be really awesome. Um, what I also want to uh, like to wrap up, basically the point of this is if you have your own back um, and you really believe wholeheartedly in your boundaries, it's easier to draw boundaries. Drawing boundaries takes fucking practice as well. So don't think it's going to be easy the whole time, but you've got to back yourself a thousand percent. The witch wound can also come into play a little bit with um, drawing boundaries that especially in like this, I don't think I talked about this, especially in like if you're a coach or anything like that or doing anything in regards to healing, you know, sometimes we have this like deep, like 
place uh, like like want to um to meet everybody's expectations out of a place of fear of what's going to happen if we don't meet everyone's expectations and that is also toxic um because that's this like witch wound coming in of like I don't want to be burned at the stake for making a mistake or not being good enough or anything like that. Um, It's almost like this new modern witch wound of like, okay, so back in the day I was killed for doing what I did in terms of healing. Now I'm going to be a healer. I still hold this wound. I'm going to be a healer, but I better make sure I don't fuck shit up so that I'm not ridiculed. We have this like fear of being ridiculed for our job or not being everybody's cup of tea because our brain can see that as like death when we're not actually dying. So also just depicting like, is this my fear or is it like a witch wound of like, shit, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Does that mean that I'm going to be killed kind of thing? Um, so noticing that as well with boundaries and then also just like reflecting within yourself of like, are you expecting that instant gratification? Um, if you are expecting the instant gratification in a scenario where there is no need for it. So for example, like if you're a client that you're separate, you get instant, you can like send me a Voxer and I'll reply within 24 hours. But like, for example, somebody random, if you've sent someone random an email, expect having an expectation of 24 hour reply is a very tall ask from somebody, especially like also this time of the year, like this time of the year is a busy time of the year. Um, and I feel like people also fall into the trap. I'm like, I'm guilty of this sometimes of like, well, I've seen them on Instagram stories. So therefore they can't be that busy, but it's actually like, well, Instagram stories, like part of, it, it takes me two seconds to do when it's like part of my day. It doesn't mean that I'm not busy. It actually, it actually has like nothing to like in, doing Instagram stories does not equal free time doing Instagram stories equals like me feeling like I'm talkative when I'm not doing Instagram stories. It's generally because I'm not in the mood to talk, which I know is fucking rare for Monica. You're probably going, how does Monica not have a mood for talking? She's little miss chatterbox, but you know, sometimes it happens. Um, anyway, so I hope this like kind of made you guys think a little bit. I'd love to hear your takeaways. I'd also, Um, I said this in another episode and one of the girls at the event was like, I listened to your podcast one time, like this exact podcast, like I listened to it and I totally vibe with what you said. What I said on the podcast was, you know, I spend time sitting down, I spend hours sitting down doing these podcasts and then Shelby like listens to them and then she writes out the notes and then I get somebody else, actually my sister, she transcribes the whole podcast and a lot of work goes into each podcast episode and because I put so much energy into it, I would love for you to be able to give me back an energetic exchange. Uh, if you haven't already left a review um, on iTunes, like that is your gift to me. Like, honestly, it is. And I, I know for some of you, it's like, oh, but it's really small. And I've had a few of you say, can I send you a present? Which is so nice. But honestly, you taking, you know, like three minutes to quickly leave a, a review on my, Insta- on, my, um, on, my, on my iTunes thing, um, or even just to like, post a screenshot on your Instagram story with like telling me your favorite bit or encouraging your friends to go and listen, that actually is the best gift that you can give me because I sit down to record these to help you. Um, because whenever you like, when, when I get sold out events, when I have girls coming to my events or ladies that are working with me, that is a gift to me to be able to help somebody is honestly such a gift. So when you guys leave me reviews or like, you know, share my stuff on Instagram stories, it is an energy exchange. So I want you to know that, that that to me is a really massive energy exchange. So if you have a vibe with like one of my Instagram posts or one of my podcasts, like for you to share it on your Instagram story, um, 
or on your Facebook or whatnot, or like to leave a review, that is honestly such a gift to me. And like, that's almost like your form of payment or your energy exchange back to me. And I really feel it. So, um, I just want to say thank you for that. Okay. I'm going to leave it there. A couple of things, ladies, make sure you check out the next New York event because it is coming soon. The tickets will either already be out or they'll be out in the next week. If you're listening to this in live time. And then also make sure that you are on the certification coaching list. Um, and you will be getting your sneak peek of your syllabus. You will have already gotten the sneak peek and you may have already gotten the full syllabus or, um, you'll be getting it very, very soon, depending on you're listening to this. And if you are interested in doing the coaching certification, make sure you get on that ASAP early bird ends, literally beginning of December. So it's limited time because I want you to trust your gut on this. There's, pl- there's long ass payment plans. Don't worry about that. I want you to trust your gut on, is this the right thing for me? Because if it's not, that's totally fine. But if it is, go for it. And um, I mean, if it is and you miss out, you can't join halfway through. Like there's a there's a strict no joining halfway through policy. You need to join from day dot. And if you miss out, that's fine. But you have to wait till the end of 2021. So you cannot join midway. Um, and I wanted to put that out there for anybody. So if you miss out, you miss out. Like soon as you lose. Okay, ladies, I love you all. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. I will talk to you all soon. Have an incredible day. Um, Yeah, bye. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you got lots of chicken nuggets out of today's episode. I would be really, really grateful if you'd be able to leave me a review and a star rating that you think is appropriate, hopefully five. And if you could share this podcast so that I can help more women live a life of flow and ease, I would be so fucking grateful. Make sure you tag me in it on Instagram so I can personally thank you because I know so many of my clients have found me literally because their friends have posted about my podcast on their Instagram story. And I just want to help as many women as possible. So by you sharing it, I would be so fucking grateful. And I'm sure your friends would be too. If you do want to welcome me, please do check out my website for all those details. And of course, you can DM me on Instagram with any other questions. If you have any podcast things you want me to talk about, any ideas, any feedback, I am always open to it. And I always love hearing what you guys have to say. So please don't hesitate about that either. I will catch you on the flip side. Have an amazing day or night wherever you are. 